I, I guess it is when when you um, work with something like this, or or it can be like you work with your passion. You work with so it's, it, of course it's nothing that I turn off when I come home, or I don't see it as yeah. going to work. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I love after I'm done. It's it's very gelled like this. So and so it's uh, it's my life really. Today I'm talking to Paul Glazer, artistic director of the English Theatre of Hamburg. Hello there. Hi, Paul. Hi. How are Hi. you? I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. It's so lovely to meet you here on Zoom. Lovely meeting you too. So tell me, where are you from originally? Uh, I'm Swedish originally. Really? Well, yeah. you sound very much English. It's, I hear that. Thank you. But I, I, I'm not. Okay. So, uh, and where are you based at the moment? In Hamburg. In Hamburg. Okay. Mm. So you're an artistic director of the English theater. In Hamburg, exactly. In Hamburg, yes. Yeah. And that I found a very interesting that, that I know we have an English theater here in Vienna as well. Mm. But in Hamburg, um, how long have or has this theatre existed? Since uh, 1976. So it's the oldest, I think, in Northern Northern Europe. You know, oh, I see. Uh, okay. yeah, the oldest English theatre, not mm -hmm. in England, if you will, up in Northern, before Frankfurt. And I'm not sure, when did Vienna, was Vienna founded? I'm not sure. I'll have to look that <laughs> one up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But, um, but I, I've, you know, this is very interesting that in, in a German-speaking country that there is actively um, uh, the want or the, the need for English theatre. Mm. Do you have a, a big interest for it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, Hamburg is a very international city uh, and, and a big flow through of tourists as well. So we do have, uh, we do have a big interest. Mm. And how did you end up at the theatre artistic director? What what was your path? I've been based in Hamburg for for um, many years. When working in uh, Hamburg, because um, I'm also I'm also working as a, a composer, theatre director, but I come from stage, and through basically the the network, I was asked. Um, many years ago to come in and do various things for the English theatre, such as choreograph or direct or write music. Um, and so the relationship developed from there um, and became more and more uh, frequent and until they asked me to join the theatre. 2017, this was. Okay, so you say you're, I mean, you, you're a composer, but do you also act? Are you also an actor? I used to. I used to, I haven't been on stage now for a couple of, but that was my whole career prior to this was on stage. Oh, I see. I decided not to do that anymore and, and became more interested in, in uh, directing and running yeah. music. And then, um, but now, um, what sparked the interest initially when you were a child mm -hmm. and in acting and, and the theater? Um, I think I was brought up with it pretty much. My, I come mm -hmm. from a very artistic family, um, mm -hmm. so it wasn't uh, anything strange. And um, 
And I, it's an interesting question because I have never really aspired to anything else. That's really? what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So your parents, uh, what did they do in? Well, my, in parents, my father was a librarian mm -hmm. and also a culture um, uh, representative of the city that we lived in. So there were, uh, he brought lots of the theater to the city and art and music. So that was always part of our home. My grandfather was a classical composer. My uncle is an actor director. And um, it was always around. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And, and the composing, um, when did you start? Or did you play an instrument when you were a child? Was yeah, a child? We, we always started um, since uh, classical music was very important. And I was, I was uh, very much a black sheep. So I just loved oh, okay. music and nobody thought that was uh, anything. As, but I started to write songs from as far back as I can remember. Oh, I see. But now tell me about the theatre. So what, what types of, of plays do you uh, put up, uh, put on? Well, I think the theatre is always developing, of course. Mm -hmm. and it's always, so what has been done in the past is to do a season of, of four plays that span, say, a classic uh some sort of drama, a comedy, and uh, so it's, it's trying to to be a little broader uh, every season, and uh, and now the focus is on um, pretty much staying with that concept. So we tend to do four very different plays, um, but more on current um, relevant plays. So also seeing where we go as far as as far as uh, uh, themes and topic. Okay. Yeah, as well so it's, it's a very interesting time right now but we're also very um sort of geared towards what's going on in uh in england and in america for example theater wise more so than than what's happening around us in hamburg or or europe other like sweden in my case then because it's a kind of particular um i would say i would say a very british style Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, because this is what I wanted to ask you now is uh, how much are you led by, you know, like the German theatres or or what, what goes on? And you say you 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 focus more on what goes on in England. Yeah. So um is that also because of of attracting then a different audience? It is. It is. It is also because I think um that is also very interesting for, because that follows a, a kind of a different, uh, the choices of place uh, that are done over there um, differ. Um, and we always, of course, have either British, American, Canadians. Uh, we've had, uh, you know, uh, authors from all over, but it's it's just, it's a different path and it's, uh, it puts us in a clear position um, against other theaters. Yeah, like it's been, but it's been a few cases where plays have been done that we uh, we are doing that either right before or after uh, has been done in the German version in a theater, the same okay. play, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is interesting for people too to either see the original in English or see a German translation. 
Yeah. And your actors and actresses, are they local? I mean, are they... No, no, no. We, we have no local actors, no ensemble. Really? So we, we cast yeah. every play in London and fly really? them over and they come over and guest for three months. Uh, well, it used to be a little little yeah. longer for some plays, but now we're limited by Brexit. Of course, the new rules oh. in place, so we yeah. can only have them for 90 days. Um, so it shortens our, normally we would do a play between eight and 12 weeks. And now we have to stick to eight weeks maximum because that, yeah. including rehearsal is the 90 days, but they're all from, from London, all cast in London. But now this is interesting because um, during lockdown, I spoke to uh, some musicians in, in uh, the UK and you know, this was then fresh on Brexit issues and it was then also the pandemic. But they were all saying that the expense now for a, for a, you know, for any artist to get to Europe because of, of the um, visas and the things like that. Mm. Do you find this also in the theater now that the, the logistics for getting the actors and actresses there is a bit more complicated? Not really. I wouldn't say that. Uh, okay. Logistic-wise, it's the same. They fly over. I mean, of course, it was with all the testing and the and the fear of um, of airplanes just not flying and stuff was was very uh, complicated. But uh, otherwise, I think it's and the funny thing is that they have there is something called the A one certificate, which is um, a certificate that is an agreement basically between different insurance companies in different uh, in within different countries of Europe, where as for example, before when an actor came over, um, this has nothing to do with Brexit per se, but if you went to work in a different country, um, but you were paying your taxes, so to speak, in your home country, then they, the, the country that you were guesting in wouldn't deduct social fees and stuff like that if you were paying that back home. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, people were kind of feed doubly. Uh, and so this A1 certificate allows for us to bring them over, but not deduct um, certain additional costs that you would deduct somebody like a German person working in our theater. And that mm -hmm. is still in place, even though, uh, mm -hmm. even though Brexit has happened. So that agreement still remains between England and Europe now. So no, I wouldn't say it's more more logistically or anything else more complicated. It's just the time. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Now, how big is this theater? How many? Um... It's not very big. It's 160 mm -hmm. seats. Oh, okay. So it's well, an intimate, yeah. intimate, lovely, um, intimate theater space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is this is lovely. I I quite like these smaller theaters. It's sort of, yeah, the closeness yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, and, and the funding of the theater? Mm -hmm. We are funded uh, partially uh, mm -hmm. from, from Hamburg, um, but it's, of course, you know, not 100% of our costs. So to, to a degree, we're funded, and then we have to make to create the rest. Okay. And is this um, a big um, sort of, um, aspect when you when you start looking at plays to put up, uh, you know, what the funding or the cost of these these actors and actresses that you have to bring and and house there. Oh yes, but housing we have our theater apartments, 
So they're oh. there the whole time. But of course, we can't do plays with uh, uh, 15, 20 actors. We're limited to, say, six or maybe seven. So we usually plan uh, the season so that we have about 16 actors per season. So some plays are with three actors and, and so on. Okay, and then your your um, your backstage crew are they fixed crew? Yeah. Oh, they fixed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you you basically have a run like a, a normal theater in a season mm. with with and and just invite uh, your your actors. actors and actresses. Yeah. yeah. So give me an example of the types of plays that you put up. Um. Yeah. What can I say? Um, everything from Dorian Gray that I did too, that was very popular um, two or three seasons ago. And then we've done um, Apologia by Alexi K. Campbell. It came out in London. Um, then now this season we're doing his The Pride, which was his breakthrough play as well. And uh, I've even brought things like Woman in Black, for example, because of its, oh, okay. its long success in London. I thought that would be... Um, that would be fun. But then, of course, um, uh, yeah, it varies. It's We've done The Moonlight and Magnolias as a comedy, for example, or the season we're doing um, uh, something called Romance in D is the next one. It's about a Jewish and a Christian girl. And then at the end of the season, we're doing The Who and the What about an, um, a Muslim girl writing about uh, her idea about why or why not uh, how this this veil clause is interpreted so it's it's not really it's not like politically um challenging material but it raises questions and um uh, and uh, and someplace of course like we're doing right now i'm doing uh, great expectations we're in the middle of rehearsal right now which i also think is absolutely wonderful book and and the classic literature and uh so it, it yeah varies mm. now you said uh, in the beginning that that uh, you know this it's an international city and and a lot of tourists and so on but do you attract a lot of german speaking um yeah. audience members you do yeah we do we do mm. we do have um i would say 80 percent of our audience is is uh german uh, speak very good English. Really? But yeah. It's, it's, as much it's, as 80%? As much as 80%. Wow. And, but we're also right now in change. We, we, there, there's so many new, which we of course see when they book a ticket, have they been here before? And, and now oh, yeah. more and more people have not. We have our steady subscribers and, and, a, and a very good core audience. Um, and, um, but yeah, I would say up to 80%. Uh, or expats married to a German, they will come, both of them, but something like that. And uh, you said now that you can see the change. Is it? Do you think it's it's because of um, the pandemic? You know that the this this time period where there were no theaters open, that there is now a new surge in in theater goers. Not, not really. I think it more has to do just with us really developing our communication of the past oh, okay. couple of years, um, having a lot, a, a whole different presence, social media wise, and where we go out with our 
Um, and it's it's a whole change, and that's who we reach. Yeah. Uh, and we've, we've made a huge effort when it comes to that, and I think that's what we see, that people see us that normally you know, probably wouldn't. But now, and, and Germany, um, I mean, music is, is huge and opera and so on, but what is theatre like in, in Germany? I mean, overall? It's very, uh, very big. I mean, it's very popular, very, and it's been it's been uh, part of you know the art world like this. It's very popular, the theater, absolutely. And in education, for example, um, is is there a lot, you know, for children, say, um, introducing and and especially now with you with the English theater, is there some sort of um, outreach or something where you where you also get, um the schools involved or education programs? Well, yeah, it's, it's, um, we always, for example, we write teaching material for the plays mm -hmm. so that uh, if a teacher wants to bring a class, they have solid teaching material oh, about wow. a particular play, mm -hmm. um, uh, with, with the questionnaire and everything for their students. And it's, it's a, it's a huge interest from schools. So we have a steady, um, we do two, one to two matinees uh, every every week, and we have a lot of schools. But that sort of goes up and down a bit. With the, I think uh, two years ago, they changed the rules for for teachers that they were not um, uh, supporting theater. Something we, we could tell that there was that was a big change. So we spoke to some okay. teachers, and it had been a, a, a change in that. But that's kind of reversed now. So it's it's in no way our core audience, but it's, we mm -hmm. do have interest. And of course, it depends on the play that we do. Some some plays oh, yeah. yeah more interest from schools than others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but now tell me about your music. About my music. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, um, it's, uh, I've been writing music all my life and I was, uh, and it's something that has been run parallel to, to my, on my career as an, as a actor, singer, dancer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then I've been doing it, um, more and more. And I just recently premiered a musical about three weeks ago up in Sweden, for example. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is something, and I write music for the theater as well for for plays and and things like that. So it's something. It's my my second standing leg. Okay, well, wait a minute. You wrote a musical. Yeah. You just you just threw that in, but this is amazing. Yeah, I mean, musical. Yeah, for me, it's it's. Um, something I've been, do been doing for so long so it hasn't been so I have I have my office and the theater but I also have my recording studio and um, and write for uh, different uh, or commissioned for different work or uh, write my own pieces and it can be for artists or and even to some degree for uh, commercial aspects and stuff like that so okay. I'm broad it's not specifically only a specific kind of music it's it's pretty I enjoy um, I'm very melody driven and, and very text and melody. So it can sort of go, but it's not really a specific style that I write always. I like to, I like to explore and be creative. And be, uh, challenge yourself. It seems. Yeah. 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 
but now and um and the dancing you said you danced as well yeah i did i i i'm a trained classical dancer from the royal swedish ballet school that's oh, I see. Uh, yeah so that's how i started and i started that not because my interest in dance was um uh, it was it was there but uh it was i started with that because that requires age first you, you have to be young when you start and i don't think i ever intended really to 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 become a classical dancer uh, mm -hmm. but um yeah it sounds strange when i say it like that now but uh, it was an interest that then yeah so i graduated yeah. from from the school and i was a classical dancer for a couple of years but but this is well i know this from also in england you know that some uh, people train as ballet dancers at the royal ballet school and then go on to do either musical theater or um mm. you know acting or so but this must be very uh, beneficial for you also when you write musicals that you very, have dance training very and even in, in directing now and working, I'm also teaching uh, musical theater in in um, in Italy. So I go down to the to the academy uh, in Rome recently. I'm actually leaving right after the premiere in September. Now I'm going down for a week to teach in Sicily, um, and it's uh, it's it all ties together. I yeah. mean, you can find so many um, common denominators in dance, theater, and music that, and, and it can be. It's extremely beneficial. Mm. Yeah, I, I definitely I think, think so. And so. I think this um, the the classically trained um, dancers also, you know, there are uh, many things about that discipline that you also take with you in other fields of, of art. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But this is wonderful. And then, um, my goodness, so you, uh, you you are quite a busy man. I am, and, and I like to be. It's not that I consider. Yeah. I, I guess it is when when you um, work with something like this, or or it can be like you work with your passion. You work with. So as, of course, it's nothing that I turn off when I come home, or I don't see it as yeah. going to work. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I love after I'm done. It's it's very gelled like this so it's so it's uh it's my life really but do you also put uh, musical things on your in your english theater uh, yeah. you know, I have, uh, not as a main focus because it tends to be uh it's it's a small smaller space and then mm -hmm. of course when you involve musicians or other it gets big oh, yeah. and and costly or very quickly but i did a few years back i did uh, thrill me for Stephen mm -hmm. Dolginoff, um, with a two-hander with a piano that I also brought to uh, then directed in London, the same production that we did there, which was uh, very well received. And then I did a musical maybe three years ago, I Love You, Perfect Now Change, which is a comedy that was the um, second longest running off-Broadway uh, musical, okay. a, a, a really, fun 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 piece so I'd, every now and then i would do a musical here as well oh i see okay are there um in every big city in germany uh english theater or is it no. um, only yeah. frankfurt hamburg and berlin has on and off a theater okay. I'm, I'm not mm -hmm. i'm not in in uh, i'm in contact with uh 
with Frankfurt from time to time, but not so much Berlin. But that is something that I really would like to. I'm, I'm trying to um, build bridges. I'm in contact with an English theater in Copenhagen uh, and also in Stockholm. I did a production, uh, I was going to say outside the English theater of a play in, in Malmö, which I also brought here. So that was south of Sweden. Um, so I'm trying to look into start uh, collaborations with other theaters as well. Mm -hmm. But so you, uh, what do you see the future for your theater there? Um, I think that we will, uh, I think it's a bright future. I think that people more and more realize because there are um, so many companies that come to Hamburg, so many businesses that come to Hamburg, international businesses and uh, Germany being also a country where um, that synchronizes everything on television. And so what do you do if you come to Hamburg and you're here for a couple of months and you don't speak German? There's yeah. really, and so I'm thinking uh, the English theater, it, it's pretty much your only option if you want entertainment. And there's like one movie theater in town that shows one uh, movies in the original language. And so there's definitely a need for it and a place for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I do think that people or a lot of audience members that we get react to the different style of theater they see with us um, as opposed to, to well, your regular German theater, which tends to be um, very similar to what I grew up with in Sweden. It's it's a it's a, um, it's, a it's a different it, it's a different style, if you will, of acting and directing in England uh, would rhyme a lot more with what we do. So and people yeah. people tend to realize that and and sometimes prefer it. Yeah, and I think also this uh, there are, are you know wonderful theater pieces in English and that it, it, lo it gets lost in translation when you, when you start, you know, putting it in, in German. So it's mm -hmm. wonderful if you can have it in its original yeah. um, language. And also, uh, yeah, does this give also opportunity for, say, for um, uh, English speaking um, uh actors or or in in germany but you say you you mostly get from from london but are you also open to other parts of the world uh for english-speaking um people to bring their shows and things to your theater yeah i do um i started last summer to do a summer festival in hamburg where we had six weeks of, and we invited guests uh, with different performances to come over, and that is something that that I would really like to to keep doing. That we we have a, a set couple of weeks in the summer where we bring in guest productions from all okay. over. Yeah, uh, internationally from all over. You say yeah, English speaking okay. uh, theater. So that is okay. uh, mm -hmm. uh, we, we had from Vienna actually an improvisation group that came over to do. We had also one from England. And um, people, yeah, pretty much all over. Yeah. Well, that's that's wonderful because it it gives this opportunity. I think it opens up a little bit um, the world, you know, uh, mm -hmm. when when arts artists come together like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this is wonderful. 
Yeah, and we had we had that little experience during lo- lockdown and mm-hmm. and the and the, and the, the that part of the pandemic. I mean, it's still going on, mm-hmm. but uh, where we uh, wanted to do initiatives online as well and stream performances and things, and that is something that we are still developing and looking into doing in different ways because when we did that we had audiences from australia we had audiences in in south america not any huge crowds but we realized that there were interests for our theater from from places that we we had no idea and that's why i think that uh, not that we will invest too much in but i do think that it's a really interesting ability today with uh, online like we're talking like this yeah um, to, to still develop that and see what, what we could do yeah uh, you know you know what and uh, and this is what i also um i heard during lockdown i did a, a, a series of interviews during lockdown and some of the ballet dancers said this to me that they could now um reach audiences that they that you know, some people have never seen a, a full-length ballet, mm-hmm. and they could actually reach those people. So I think we should definitely. Um, it, it would never replace live theater, but mm-hmm. it should still be that possibility because I think this um, giving people a chance or giving people the the exposure um, in in parts of the world where they otherwise would never have seen it. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I think that there are lots of um, uh, opportunities and formats and things to develop. Also, an interactive sense. Uh, there, there are many things to be done. We're unfortunately yeah. a very small team, so mm-hmm. even if we have high ambitions, and you mentioned before about doing um, some sort of youth, um, with, yeah, collaboration, if you will, not just maybe a play for for younger people or children, but actually having some sort of educational program. That is something that I would love to do as well, but we are limited as far as our staff goes. So how much can we actually take off? Online is included in that to see what can we do that that, uh, brings forward and closer to an audience. I think this is, um, I think the pandemic, the, the tragedy of it, you know, it's, it's we acknowledge that, but also I think this um, suddenly where, where theatre started thinking, hey, but we can, you know, we can do this or we can try to figure out how to do this. I think this is, this is a wonderful thing that, um, and, and also I think we've realised that there are so many places in the world where there are no theatres. Hmm. And where where this type of thing is would be re- very much appreciated. Hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Hmm. But now, um, Paul, tell me. So, um, and for you as a person, what are your wishes for the future? Um, my wishes for the future is that the audience comes back, that people are not afraid of COVID anymore, and because that is something that we still feel. As uh, oh. soon as anything comes on the news where they mention that, that you know, uh, there are more people um, being sick, right? That, you know, and anything like that, we can tell either people will call up and, and give back their tickets or want to move the date or 
so I'm hoping that to, to get the audiences back and for the interest to keep rising for our theater uh, also because um, us being so small uh, only allows for us to, or small, we're very well established, but still to yeah. be able to reach out more and to, uh, to a bigger part of, of the, um, the culture scene in Hamburg, is that we're just working on it constantly. Yeah. But um, I, well, I wish you all the best for that. And I think this is, um, you know, I love these small theatres. I think really it is, it's very intimate and it's, it, I, I love that you are close to um, to the actors, you know, that you yeah. that you can can experience the emotion and things like that. So I think it's wonderful that that it's possible that you can do that. Mm. But I just have one last question for you. Can you do a shout out for your favorite coffee shop or restaurant in the area? Where do you? Oh, hang out? I, I, I think I'm I'm the. I'm not a very good person because to tell you the truth, really? I never go out. Really? I am, yeah. And that is a consequence of either in my studio or I'm in the theater. And I recently had somebody ask me that came to visit Hamburg and said, Oh, where should we go? Uh, and I just realized that basically the place yeah. that I had on my, I had visited last time, 20 years ago, and it wasn't there anymore. <laughs> uh, but one place in Hamburg that I think that I think is absolutely wonderful that I do this sometimes is called uh, the gondola, and it's gondola. Uh, yeah, and it's a little restaurant slash uh, boat club that sits on. Mm-hmm. Hamburg has so many uh, rivers. I was going to say mm-hmm. so it has more more bridges than Venice. Is what I've been oh, told okay. also. So uh, along mm-hmm. one of those rivers in Bambek. Zood, actually, it's called, um, right on the river. You can rent boats and go out, but you can also sit and eat, and they have lovely food, and it's a, it's a wonderful place, and it's not very crowded. So okay. the, the gondola, I think it's called. Okay, I'll, I'll do the shout-out for them. Yeah, but um, uh, somebody uh, yesterday gave a shout-out for the airport <laughs> canteen. So do you have a, do you have a place called? that... No, at the air, he's a pilot, and he gave the shout out to the canteen of the airport because he said he never goes. Oh, really? out <laughs> so okay. do you have a canteen in your theater? <laughs> no, what well, we do and we don't. We literally now expanded our foyer with a oh, new okay. room, and people. Yeah. Uh, so we we are now starting also to do the special British goods, uh, which we yeah. always had, but unfortunately the the person that we were working with went out of business during COVID. And now we found somebody else who does British pies, which we oh, will wow. have. Uh, yeah. so if, and they do it especially for us. So if you come to us, you will have different British goods, snacks and stuff, mm-hmm. but also pies and sausage rolls and stuff like um, that, very classical. And we do scone. And we do, we oh, call wow. it theater and tea. So tea time theater. Yeah. And on Sunday, sometimes where you can, uh, so you get uh, fresh scones and tea in the break. And stuff oh. as well. yeah. That's amazing. I lived yeah. in, in the UK for 14 years, so I know sausage rolls right. are quite always uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. So where, where are you situated? In Vienna. In Vienna. So are yeah. you ever in Hamburg? Um, I, you know, I've never been in Hamburg, no. You should come. 
we, we, yeah, you should definitely come and visit. And, uh, and yeah. we, we premiere now on the 1st of September. Yeah. Uh, the Great Expectations. And we run that for two months. And, and it will be lovely having you. Yeah, I would love to come, really. Yeah. Now, I would definitely, I will, uh, but when you come to Vienna as well, uh, remember me and, and I we'll will. Come for a coffee. Yeah. I will, absolutely. And, yeah, come to the, um, I actually did an interview with one of the, um, um actors of the of our english theater here in mm. vienna mm. they do also some some interesting stuff so um but but i'm yeah. very interested in, in, in speaking to them also i would, would like to really uh, to contact the theater and see uh, mm. and potentially do an exchange of, of productions or that would be amazing something yeah. like that i think that mm. would be that would be very good so I'm, I'm yeah. hopefully in vienna in not the too distant future so you give me a call. I will. I we will go for that. a coffee. I'll, yes, I'll we will. For a nice coffee. That's yeah. a okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, it was so lovely to talk to you. Yes, you too. And have a lovely evening and all the best. And 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 I really I hope your theater and well your ideas and your energy. I you know I can just think that your theater um, will go from strength to strength. I thank you. Okay. Right. Have a lovely okay. evening. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.